Morning. Um, looks like it's not working on Facebook, which is bad. Means I'll probably have to do another one this week. Which is uh, for anyone that's clicking play. We just tried to go live, it didn't work. Spilled coffee on myself, and now I don't think it's up on Facebook. I don't know. It's got to go on Facebook, so I feel like maybe if I just post it. Keith, if you're watching, can you post just this YouTube link on Facebook? little producing on the fly. Can you post the YouTube link on Facebook for today's show? Boom. All right. Morning, everyone. Happy Monday. How you doing? Hope everyone is having a good time. We got Norm, BVD, Kevin Gartland, Josh. Don't forget the intro. Welcome to the morning show. It's bite-sized bits of everything that I enjoy. Some music, some American towns, and what they're all about. Some baseball players, their history, some poems, some some reading at the end. Uh, this one uh, today's episode is brought to you by Bottle Keeper. We've already done. Let me see, I got him here. We've already done the can keeper, which is my personal favorite. We did two bottle keepers. They got bottle keeper, bottle keeper X. You put your bottle in there. And now we're just the fucking bell of the ball, the pint keeper. Put my coffee right in here. I actually like the size of the mouth hole on the pint keeper. Because when the coffee gets to the area where I can really tr- chug it, I hate having to sip it through those tiny mouth holes. So good job, Pint Keeper, Bottle Keeper. If you go to BottleKeeper.com, you can get 20% off your order. Use discount code JOMBOY. They got, I mean, they sent us every version. They're fucking sturdy, man. If you want to hide a beer or just keep a beer cold, tailgate, go for a little little uh, walk, a little hunting thing with a beer in your hand, canned beer in your hand. I mean, the canned one's fantastic. Pint Keeper, Bottle Keeper, Can Keeper, they got it all. All right. Um, I just thought I was just thinking that I have no reliable way to keep my bottles. There you go. Never underestimate a good mouth hole. Boom. That's true. It's very true. All right. Uh, dude, crazy 
Crazy week ahead of us as playoffs come down. I'm excited about that. I think we're going to have a lot of change in programming. We'll see how many uh, mornings I can get done. You know, it will be back, but I do think that it's probably in the best interest of my help and sleep schedule to to not do them once a day during this two-week stretch. I mean, Wednesday there's eight games of baseball. Thursday there's probably six, maybe up to eight. There's a lot of sports. Got to watch them. We're gonna be we're gonna be live streaming ourselves watching games for a while, so people can watch the games with us. So we're gonna be really busy. So I planned on this being the only episode of morning, but with it not going on Facebook, probably needs means I need to take care of Bottle Keeper and do another one to the Facebook crowd. So I'll probably have to do another one now. Tech difficulties. Um, so maybe I'll do that tomorrow, and then and then we'll we'll keep going uh, from there. But yeah, so just hang tight. I don't know. I don't know the full schedule yet. I just know we're going to be crazy busy these next two days, and I got to make breakdown videos, and I got a live stream, and do talking baseball and talking Yanks, and those are the main thing. And the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. Business one hundred and one. Class dismissed. Goodbye. Let's get to the the town. It sounds like a fantastic town. Snowshoe, West Virginia. I don't know nothing about it, but we got our trusty we got our trusty notes here from producer Ant. Centering on the Snowshoe Mountain Ski Resort, founded in 1974. That's like the most earliest town. That's the most earliest town we've done. 74. This town's younger than my parents. By North Carolina dentist named Thomas Brigham. Doc Brigham founded Snowshoe, West Virginia. He discovered the mountain and believed it would be a good location to build a new ski resort. Discovered the mountains a little. I don't know if you can be discovering mountains in America in 1974, but we'll give it to him. He saw the mountain, thought this would make a good ski resort. It had previously opened the mount, the opened Sugar Mountain and Beach Mountain ski areas. He had previously opened those. So he's a, he's a mountain guy. He just goes looking around for mountains, unclaimed mountains, put some ski on there. Snowshoe Mountain opened to skiing on December 13th, 1974. Great for biking in the summer. Oh, got a little resort town. Let's check it out. Nice little resort town. Snowshoe Mountain Resort. Right now, it just looks like nothing. Where are we in West Virginia? We are uh, east Earn West Virginia. What was the state of original Virginia? Original shape of Virginia. Does it look more like a state? Origin. What? In 1665, it was just a square? Northwest Territory. Is that what it looked like? 1763. I mean, Virginia has the most amount of... I mean, that's Michigan. Did you guys know Virginia had... We need a a million different sizes. We need like a timeline of Virginia's borders. There needs to be one of those, like, gifts that shape shifts nonstop. 
the shape of Virginia. Timeline of Virginia's... Show me what I'm asking for, the internet. I want a time lapse of the, the shape... Time lapse of Virginia's border. I guess this doesn't exist. Virginia border over time. How Virginia got its boundaries. Let's see if they got some shapes for us. Okay. So Virginia Company of London, it was just on, well, what is that? Did the whole thing? Okay. And then Virginia Grants, that's the whole fucking country. What are we doing here? So the at this point, it says the whole country was Virginia. Now Virginia is underneath the New England grant and above the Carolina grant, and it's just... I mean, I guess this is what I asked for. I just don't really understand what's happening. Okay, so at this point, Virginia is just the the Virginia area and Delaware Bay or whatever. Maryland exists, and then it's just all Indian Reserve to the west of it. And then they said, fuck the Indian Reserve and West and Virginia went, expanded into that, and Quebec came from the top. Then, with the Louisiana Purchase, Virginia just said, we're everything until Louisiana. They kicked everyone off of everywhere. Okay. What? The, um, and then the Northwest Territory came to be, and they were like, sandwich Virginia down, like, get away from the Great Lakes. You don't belong here. All right. Then Kentucky came, and they said, yeah, we're going to be this land, so just stay on the East Coast. And Virginia said, okay. And then, okay, now we get... So West Virginia... Okay. So, like, yeah, so then West Virginia, they were like, we're not really into the whole anti-slavery thing. Or we're we're not into the slavery thing. We're pretty anti, so they form. Okay. Wow. Wild ride. Now we know the history of Virginia. We did it. We went. We went down the rabbit hole. Uh... Um, now we're checking out just Snowshoe Mountain Resort, I guess. A lot of ski runs, and we got Shavers Lake. Kind of cool. So which ways is the lakes at the bottom of the mountain, right? So the mountain's that way? That can't be right. I feel like every time you go... Is a lake at the top of the mountain? You know, usually the town is always at the base of the the ski resort. Here's the skitter slope. Do you go down to the lake? Or is the lake at the top? I guess we'll never know. Probably easy to find out. Here we have some footage. Okay. Did Jim call the Chesapeake Bay the Delaware Bay? I did. I did. I was just reading the map, reading words. 
Um, a lot of snow. A lot of jump cuts. We're watching uh, Snowshoe Mountain. I mean, this looks pretty quaint. This looks pretty nice. This this little plaza in the gift shop area. We got a market. Let's go down the mountain. I mean, guys, this is looking like we should have watched this video at Christmas time. This is festive shit. Okay, he's got some snowboarders going down the slopes. The trees got fresh snow that fallen on them. It looks very pretty. I'm into this. We should have watched this in December, not October. That's my one gripe. Sun dancing behind the branches. Wow. Snowshoe, West Virginia. Looks like a pretty cool place to go hit up the slopes. All right. So we have the ski slope here. And that skier fell. Okay. Is that the lake behind them? Is that the lake back there? Who knows? That's pretty. Okay. Turns out I like Snowshoe, West Virginia. What of it? Snow, sh- snowshoe, West Virginia. What's that lake called? Shavers Lake. Let's see what the... Lake. Okay. Snowshoe Mountain Outdoor Adventures. Snowshoe Mountain YouTube. Shavers Lake. Okay. Now, that looks like... You guys can... Can you see this? We I think we solved the mystery. Looks like you go downhill to the lake. The lake's at the base of the mountain. Which... Uh, a bunch of people playing games. I've only ever been to Tahoe and uh, Tahoe and what's the one in Vermont? Shaw? What's the one in Stowe? Stowe? But every time I've gone skiing, you park at the base of the... Jake, this is the top of the mountain. Where are you? We're in uh, Snowshoe, West Virginia. And I'm finding it cool that you park at the top of the mountain and ski down to the lake. Because usually you park at the base of the mountain and then you take the ski lift up and then you ride back to the parking lot area. This is the opposite. Country roads. Snowshoe. Ooh, Widowmaker Lift. Oh, my God. That was my nickname for a while. He used to throw up. He used to lift husbands and then kill them. No, 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 no. Widow maker lift. You I mean, want the elbows today? What's that? You want the elbows today? Yeah. Let's get in there. Well, widow maker lift is a bunch of people working out. <laughs> There's a lot of people working Snowshoe. Oh, yeah. You're very tense, my friend. Very tense. That's what everyone who ever touches my back says. Have you seen two puppies this weekend? Look at this. Snowshoe 2, official label at the top here. Widowmaker Lift. Oh, my God. Look at all these guys going to die. Guys, having a good time. These people hate their wives. Tongue out on the lift. 
Honey, I'm going down Widowmaker's Lift with the boys. Hope you don't die. I think he wants to die. Hey, guess who the random player of the day is today? That's all we got to say about... That's all we're saying about uh, Snowshoe West Virginia. I'm into it. Roberto Hernandez. And that's all I have to say about that. Roberto Hernandez, a.k.a. Fausto Carmona. Yeah, he's got good numbers off him, right? Fausto Carmona, a.k.a. Roberto Hernandez. If you guys are younger and you don't remember, he was pretty good. Had a nasty sinker. Had some really good seasons. And then, like, halfway through his career, it's like, actually, my name isn't Fausto Carmona. It's uh, Roberto Hernandez. Lied about his name and age, which we just found out Jorge Posada lied about his age. A lot of people lie about their ages because the system's so stupid. It's like if you're younger than 16, you want to be 16, right? As soon as you're 17, they don't really look at you anymore in the DR. So everyone lies to make themselves one year younger or two years younger. Yeah, that's what it is. Jake wants to be 23 forever. Um, We got some fun facts here. Ant put in a bunch. Torrey Hunter once praised his sinker. He said it was unhittable. Uh, he finished the 2007 season 19 and 8 with a 306 ERA, 215 innings pitched. That's a horse. Finished fourth in the Cy Young that year. That's a crazy year. Started game two of the 2007 ALDS, aka the Midges game. He was part of a benches clearing brawl with him and Sheffield. I'm interested in that. Uh, he pitched under Fausto Carmona until 2012. Attempting to renew his visa in the DR, Hernandez was instead arrested. His birth certificate had been doctored, and the woman who falsified it went public after not receiving payment. Oh, a snitch. Claimed she falsified a birth certificate for Hernandez in exchange for twenty-six grand. But when Hernandez's father failed to pay her, she contacted the authorities. Hernandez has stated that Fausto Carmona was his grandfather. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that, that he named his fake name was his grandfather's name. MLB suspended him for identity identity fraud and came back to pitch under his real name and age in August 2012. He recorded his first career win under his real name in April 21st. So it was his grandpa's name, and he paid twenty six grand to have it falsified. That's crazy. Uh, I want to uh, – does anyone have bef- name change before and afters? Because that's funny. All right, so here he is playing against the Tigers. With he hits Gary Sheffield, I guess there's a bench, benches clearing brawl. We'll watch that. Gets Gary Sheffield on the shoulder. It's a four to two game. Detroit's winning. Gary Sanchez takes it off the elbow, starts walking. He's not that mad. He's not even saying anything. He's just looking out at the mound. Carmona wipes his face. Gary Sheffield's still staring at him. Nothing's happened. Gary Sheffield is just staring daggers, taking off his batting glove. Carmona, a.k.a. Roberto Hernandez, is looking at him. When did they brawl? Gary Gary Sheffield is still just taking his gloves off. Uh, Nerdy Bat Boy, so scared to take the gloves from Gary. So scared, just wants to get away from him because he's so so mad. Runs away. Okay, Gary Sheffield just standing on first base now. Showing the replay of Sheffield getting hit. I mean, when... When does the brawl happen? I guess we'll find out. Does he hit someone again? Who's up now? Look at these graphics. 
Oh, he goes for the pickoff, which is, you know, Sheffield ain't stealing. So that's like a, hey, fuck you, I'll, I'll, I'll make you slide. And now they're fighting. Looks like Carmona got him in a headlock pretty quick. He, he kind of like went uh, Nolan Ryan on him. We'll have to see the replay there. Okay. Oh, oh, is that Lidge? Who is that? He just went into fetal position, protected the back of the neck. It's like a tornado warning in the Midwest. Perez is upset. Ordonez is holding him back. Okay. I need a replay. Show the replay of the brawl. Is that Joe West? Okay, so he throws the pickoff, which is a, it's a dumb move, and, and Sheffield says, just throw the ball to the fucking plate. Quit annoying me, Carmona. Like, that's kind of picking the fight by, by Fausto there. He knows it. All right, so here we go. Oh, Sheffield just tried to go super low, so we kind of welcomed the head, headlock, and Carmona just stood his ground. Gary tried to go low to, to knock him over, and he just kind of grabbed him and headlock. He did Nolan Ryan him. This, look at this. He's just got him, and now he's going to start hitting his head. I mean, those punches aren't hurting anyone, but Gary Sheffield ain't doing shit. Grady Sizemore's getting in the mix. Perez comes in late. Here's Martinez. Okay. Ordonez, beautiful hair. Good for Carmona. He got the bat. I mean, he didn't get got there, and he got charged. It's pretty awesome. These are his baseball reference stats. Um... When did he change his name? He got suspended for identity fraud. Came back to pitch under the real name in August 2012. So let me see his 2012 season. Okay, he just so it's from 2012 on he was his real name. So with his real name, he had an 82 ERA plus. 423 innings, 69 games started, 89 games, a 4-6 ERA. And that was from ages 31 to 35. As Fausto Carmona, or whatever it was, he had a 4-5-9 ERA in 900, almost double the innings pitched, and a 91 ERA plus. So, it, I mean... It's not as drastic as I thought it was going to be. When was his best year? This was his Cy Young year when he was 26 years old. Really, 2010, he was an all-star. He had a good year there. I wonder I wonder in 2010 how good his first half was to be an all-star. He had a 3-6-4 ERA. Made the all-star team? The three, six, four. That's good, but you, you figure first half of the season. He had a complete game one earned run outing. Um, <clears throat> did he have some bad games late? No. How did he make the all-star team with those numbers? Doesn't seem 
crazy good. 2007 is when he had the 306 ERA. Uh, his last start of the season, he gave up three earned runs. I wonder. He had a well, he had a 303. Damn, he went into that last game having a 303 ERA in, in 2007. And if he had a good start, I'm guessing, <clears throat> I'm guessing he could have dropped his ERA below three, but he allowed three earned runs. I'm doing it, guys. This is the last little rabbit hole. I'm not. I'm doing. All right, he had 208 innings pitched. So let's go uh, number of innings pitched, 208. Let's say he needs six. So we'll go 214. He goes six innings pitched, zero earned runs. Let's see. Well, did he do that ever? Well, he can go six innings pitched, one earned run, because that's what he did the day before. Six innings pitched, so earned runs were 70. So we're going to go to 71. So if he just repeated his start before, and he had a six innings pitched, one earned run outing, would his ERA? Yeah, his ERA would have gotten. His ERA would have gotten to two nine nine. So that's what he went into the last game of the season in two thousand seven when he's getting Cy Young season on the, getting Cy Young votes. I wonder how much that would have changed if he would have just had that last game, six innings pitched, one earned run, would have had a two nine nine ERA. And we would all look at it much differently just because we're all trained to have dumb brains and see numbers and be like, it starts with a two. That's good. This this is only nineteen ninety nine. At least it's not 20 bucks. Let's see. He lost out. I mean, okay. So he lost out to CC Sabathia, who had a 3-2-1. Um, but CC pitched 240 innings. He had a 148 ERA plus. CC had a 141. John Lackey had a 301 ERA. 224 innings pitch. I don't. Mm. How did CC dominate the voting here? I get wins. John Lackey started 33 games. CeCe started 34. John Lackey pitched 224 innings. CeCe pitched 241. John Lackey won 19 games. CeCe won 19. I know it's a dumb task to get into the head of old voters from a past era, but I'm fine with CeCe winning the Cy Young here, obviously, but how did he... How did he, like, how was he the consensus pick? How did he dominate across the board? Um, complete games and shout outs. Yeah, CC had four complete games. I guess they really valued that. John Lackey had two. John Lackey had two complete game shutouts. CC only had one. Um, If he if Hernandez did go six innings pitch one run, he would have been the only guy with a ERA that started with two. I wonder how much that would have changed. I don't really get strikeouts, two hundred and nine to one eighty for one one oh one seventy nine. I mean Beckett had one ninety four. 
Yeah, I just I, it it depends what you prioritize. I don't. I've never cared about strikeouts, so I don't even look there when I look at Cy Young. But people do care about him. Um, okay. Well, we're running late, and and that's all I have to say about that. Was that. Fausto? Uh, I just grabbed this because right next to it, the the book of the day, Stone Hotel by Reagan Butcher. It's a quick one. Dude wrote all these poems while in jail. They're pretty. They're pretty. Um, crass or whatever. Aaron Harang was fourth in the uh, Cy Young. He was? Yeah, he was. He got 10 points. He got zero. Aaron Harang got zero first place votes, though. He had a 3.73 ERA, but he pitched 231 innings. Yeah, I'm fine with it. He is fourth. All right, uh, what page? 22. We've definitely done it because you guys always say 22. 45, 45. Okay, this is a poem this dude wrote called Conversation about him having a conversation with another guy in prison, something that we can probably all relate to. All right, here's how it goes. You're in for murder? Question mark. Yeah. Who did you kill? Some bitch. How? Oh, fucking death pod sneaks up on us again. I beat her head in with a pipe. Why? She owed me money. How much? 50 bucks. You beat a woman's head in with a pipe because she owed you 50 bucks? It was the principal, man. Yeah. Okay. See you later. Prison, man. That's the whole thing right there. It's the whole... the whole thing i'd walk away from that guy too i don't i don't think i'd ever start that line of questioning if i was in prison i don't think i'd ever open the conversation with you're in for murder question mark but i've never been to prison so maybe that's pretty normal maybe you get pretty desensitized and those conversations happen all the time um you know good thing that our guy reagan butcher here is above above all that you beat her head in for 50 bucks yeah Okay, see you later. I'm out. I'm out. You guys had to choose the death one, huh? You guys are obsessed with death. Is that a poem? Question mark. Yeah, poems or anything, man. I read your poem right now. I'm not gonna do it. I don't. You know, you got pay for my poems. Um, should have gone twenty-two. Well, we've done this book before, so that means we've done page twenty-two before. Yes, maybe we haven't. Page 22. Yesterday was endless and it's already over. I am being strangled by the hands of a clock, choked by the curled fingers of a calendar, endless passive waiting in a numbered box. Even fear has gone stale with time. I struggle with the typewriter and bad memories and I only touch women in my dreams. Sounds like he's bored as fuck in jail. Just bored. Even fear has gone stale. He was scared when he got to jail, but even the fear has gone stale. Boring. Not the poem. Being in jail seems boring. All right. I'm out. Go watch Wake and Jake. 
Uh, talking baseball will be live today. Talking Giants is out. They're miserable. Uh, I was listening to that. That sucks. Pinstripe Strong is out, and Talking Yanks is out. And we'll see you then. Goodbye. Oh, you can see it. You can always look right. And I try to hold a smile as we roll on for miles, playing songs for strangers in towns that aren't ours. Let that old.